Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. We're going to wrap up our series that we've been on, amen. It's been on since uh, uh, the end of last year, going into this year. Then we had the little uh, little break here, amen. Uh, but we're going to wrap up that series today of Put It All On. Put It All On, amen. We've been in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, where it says to put on the full armor of God so that we can withstand the schemes of the enemy, the devil, Amen. We, we have to truly understand, church, that the battles are not between us. It's not between you and I. Tell your neighbor, it's not between us. Come on, it's not between you and I, amen. The battles that we face, amen, come on, are, uh, it's not flesh and blood, you know. The battles that we face are principalities, are against rulers of darkness, against wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, we are to put on, somebody say put on, the whole armor of God which consists of the bout of truth, the shoes of peace, and the breastplate of righteousness. Those are the things that we are to put on. And then we are to take up, somebody say take up. We are to take up the shield of faith. We have to take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. By putting on the whole armor of God, we will, not might, we will be dressed to kill. Come on. Come on, we can take devils out, amen. We, we can come against principalities that come against us. You can stand and defend your home. You can stand and defend your marriage. You can stand and defend your children. You can be armed to whatever scheme the enemy comes at you. Temptation, whatever that is. When you're fully armed, church, you're ready to fight. We'll be armed and fight the good fight of faith. Come on. And at the end... Of all this, we'll be able to say what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Come on, that, that's something that all of us should strive to do, amen, or strive to say one day, amen, that, you know what, I fought the good fight. You know what, I have finished my race. Somebody say, I finished my race. Somebody say, I kept the faith. And what's stored for us is a crown of righteousness. You know, this is what we fight for. We're going somewhere, church. Come on. Come on. We're not just gathering here just to come together and feel good. Uh, come on. God has prepared a place for you and I. Amen. Uh, he said, if it wasn't so, I would have not told you. But in my in my father's house, there are many mansions. Amen. Uh, and I go to prepare a place for you uh, that where I am, you'll be. Come on. Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. He's waiting for us. He's waiting, he's prepared us, and he sent his Holy Spirit to help us. Come on. The Holy Spirit should be our best friend. Come on, he's our comforter, he's our everything. And so he's here reminding us, you know, Paul's reminding us, you know, you need to put on this full armor. You need to be ready for the fight because there's a fight going on, amen. It's a spiritual warfare that doesn't stop. The last part of the armor, amen, in Ephesians chapter 6, 18. It says, pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this 
and end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I'm going to finish up what I started last week on the message I started. Stand in prayer. Stand in prayer. We are to put on, take up, and stand in. Did you hear that? We are to put up, amen, put on, take up, and stand in. Prayer, somebody say prayer. Prayer is essential, and it has to be part of our lives, amen. As I ministered on Wednesday, as I'm ministering the, the Lord's Prayer on Wednesday, amen, uh, it has to be daily. We must pray every single day, church, if we're going to make it. Come on, it cannot be, it's not an option, it's not optional, amen. It's not when you feel like it or when you need something, amen. Prayer has to be essential every single day so that we can be fully dressed, fully armed. Come on, if we're going to be that, put on that full armor, uh, come on, and be fully armed. Prayer is a necessity, amen, in order for the armor to be effective and be powerful. Otherwise, you would just look good on the outside, and a lot of you guys are looking good today. Come on, you guys took showers a day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we can look good on the outside, but you know what? There's no fight on the inside. If we don't have the full armor, we can put this armor on, but if we're not having prayer in part of our lives, amen, all it is is a show. All it is is a show up, amen, and instead of a show out. We need to know, understand that when we put on this armor, this spiritual armor that God has given us and prepared for each one of us to fight in this fight, church, uh, then we have to understand when we start to pray, the armor becomes effective. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. It's, it's, it's really what's on the inside that makes it work on the outside. Come on. Iron Man is not Iron Man without Tony Starch inside of it. He makes it happen, amen. I, I know the armor has all the technology and everything else that's inside of there, amen. But let me tell you, what, what Tony Starks knows, amen, is the, is the know-how, the understanding. And that's what you and I get, amen, when we start to study the Word of God and when we start to pray, amen. It makes the armor effective. It makes you powerful. It makes you a soldier in the kingdom of God, amen. That no weapon that forms against you will prosper, church, amen. Come on, you can stand up to any lie and tear it down amen because of the armor that you have on but it's really the inside that affects the outside the new living translation says to pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion stay alert somebody say stay alert be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere listen church don't just pray for yourself we're good in praying just for ourselves, amen. But you know what? We need to pray for others. We need to pray for believers everywhere. The Message Bible puts it like this. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing affair. Pray hard. Pray long. Somebody say pray hard. Pray. Say pray long. Come on. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or no one drops out. We got to pray for each other. I need you. You need me. Point to somebody. Say, I need you. Tell somebody else, I need you to step up. (laughs) 
We need each other. Come on, somebody. Prayer is what keeps the armor on, church. Amen. Prayer produces great confidence. Amen. Prayer brings assurance. Prayer brings on courage. We need to pray, church. And at the end of the armor of describing every single piece that Paul describes in the book of Ephesians, he says, if you want to be powerful, if you want to be effective, then you need to pray. Come on, you need to pray. And I want to hit on these last two of the four alls in this prayer. Last week I ministered on pray always. Somebody say pray always. And it was all, and the other one was to pray all prayer and supplication. All kinds of different prayers for different occasions. You gotta pray different prayers. Come on, we can't just say, you know, just one prayer. We just can't just say the repeat prayer. Lord bless my food. Amen. Yay God. Come on, that prayer is, is good for food, amen, but it's not good for fighting battles. Come on, there's not food for, it's not good for fighting against cancer. It's not good for fighting against uh, hard times, amen. You're going to have to build up some prayer life, amen, for different prayers, for different occasions. I want to finish up on the last two alls of prayer that we see here in Ephesians 6, 18. You ready? Yes. Tell your neighbor, I'm ready. Amen. Number three, amen. Pray all, somebody say all, all perseverance and supplication. In other words, be alert to the issues that surround us, that surround you. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, 41 says this, keep watch and pray so that you don't give into temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body the flesh is weak. Come on. Inside church, we want to do it. But on the outside, we don't want to get up. Inside, we talk a good talk. But on the outside, we're lazy. Come on. Inside, we're willing to fight the battle. We're willing, but on the outside, we're too tired. It says, you know, the spirit, Jesus knows us. The spirit is with, oh, you're, yep, inside you're a talker, but outside you're not a walker. <laughs> inside I know that you want to do it. Inside I know that you want to fight, but outside you give up easily. When it comes to really doing the job, you fail. That's all of us. Because we know our flesh. Come on. For some of you guys, maybe, man, you're like, oh, maybe we just watch it online today. I don't, I, I'm not talking about you guys on there, amen? <laughs> not making fun of you guys out there. Peace. <laughs> I'm talking about those that are here today. I, maybe it crossed your mind, you know what? I'll just watch it online with a bowl of menudo. And if you're eating a bowl of menudo, that's you. <laughs> Come on, we, we know our flesh. Inside, amen, on Saturday night, we're going to go to church. But Sunday morning rolls around, we're like, I don't know. Jesus is telling us here to be alert. He's telling you, you need to watch your back. You need to pray. Because you never know when the surprise attack will come. 
We need to stand up in prayer, amen, so that we don't give in to temptation, church. Now, temptation is not necessarily lust. Come on. But if you don't watch and pray, you may be tempted to say the wrong things. Hello. You may be tempted to act the wrong way. You may be tempted to get into your flesh. It's a story of two boys, amen. Two boys were facing a raging, a raging bull in the middle of the field. And they started charging at these two little boys. And one of the boys says, let's stop and pray. But the other boy says, nope, let's run and pray. <laughs> you need to persevere, church. Persevere means that you don't quit. Tell your neighbor, don't quit. Don't, don't quit. Be persistent. We need to be persistent in the things that we do. Uh, we need to be persistent in this armor. Uh, we need to be persistent uh, in the things that we tell God we're going to do. Amen. That if we're going to get up, uh, if we're saying on Saturday night, amen, I'm going to church. Uh, then Sunday, you better be persistent and say, I'm going to church. Amen. I'm going to get a haircut. Uh, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to even iron my clothes today. I'm an ironer, guys. I get dressed up for daddy. Come on. We got to be persistent. It means to, you need to carry on, amen, that, that you need, even though it's difficult, amen, uh, come on, that you need to simply just hang in there, amen. Uh, tell your neighbor, hang in. Come on there. There's, a, there's a, a saying, amen, if you're at the end of the rope, amen, then tie a knot and just hold on. Just hold on. Tell your neighbor, hold on. Tell yourself, hold on. Come on, we got to hold on. I, I didn't serve God and, and, and trust in him and, and, and then and seeing that he's come time and time in my life, answered prayer after prayer to give up because something hits my life. I'm not going to give up because I'm at the end of the rope and I don't know what to do. And God says, you know what to do. Just tie a knot, son, and hold on. And we're going for a ride. And before you know it, you'll start climbing up that rope and getting back to the place that you need to be. Come on, we can't give in. This is not a time to give in, church. This is not a time to give up. Amen. The devil's working hard out there. Amen. And we need this armor to be effective. We need to pray. Amen. That we can fight back. That you don't have to give in and go into your little pity party. It's hard. It's hard. I don't give up. Come on, we can't do that, church. And I'm not trying to put anything down or put you down. No, I'm saying this is the real fight here. And I'm trying to say, no, God gave us an armor. God has prepared us. He didn't just leave us to figure it out. Amen. He armed us to fight the enemy, not against each other, but to fight the devil and the principalities that come against us. He says, put it all on. Take it up. Amen. And stand in prayer and watch me do my thing. You got to wake up that spirit man, that spirit woman inside of you to fight the good fight. Because if we don't, we won't hang in. If we don't, amen, we quit. When we don't, amen, we walk away. And we don't walk away quiet, church. We walk away complaining. Telling God things. And he's always been there for us. Church, 
we have to pray with all perseverance. Things can come against us. And we all face struggles. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Circumstances rise up out of nowhere at times. And things get tough. Come on, how many know that? How many have had hard times out there? Oh, Jamie's hand just went. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> Come on, we all had some tough times. There's nothing wrong with saying, man, I had it rough. Amen. It's been tough in this walk. Amen. But God has never failed me. Amen. No, I wanted to give up. My daddy was always there. The Holy Spirit was always there to encourage me. Son, get up, fight, put on your armor, pray. It's hard, church. I know it's hard. You look at me, look at my wife. Man, that's a couple that's good looking and have it together. <laughs> that's a good looking couple right there. But you don't see the scars and the wounds and the things that we've gone through. You've seen the finished product of what God is doing and we're still not there. God's still working on us. Come on, there are bruises and, and things that I don't display, but my armor hides that because I'm still a soldier. I'm still a warrior, amen. Though I've been hit and wounded and gone through some hard times, the, the, the armor is what you see that makes us good looking. It's nothing on us. It's all about him. It's all about God. I mean, God has placed us. Uh, and we're here. We stand in confidence for what he's done in our lives. But it's been hard to stand where I'm standing. It's not an easy place to come up here and live what we lived to stand here to do what we need to do for God. But God gets us through. Amen. And I don't show the outside of my hurts or wounds or anything else. I stand in the confidence of God in my inside that keeps me and my wife going and standing because he's a good God. He's a faithful God. Can somebody say amen? I know it gets hard, church. I know. But don't stop praying. When things get hard, that's what people do. They stop praying. They stop reading. And then they stop giving. And from there, they're gone. you got to pray. So that's why he says, pray always, always. If you want this armor to be effective, you want it to be powerful, and you want it to be useful in the kingdom of God, you want, it, you want, want it to keep you going and, and not give in, amen, then, then you're going to have to use prayer. And it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a weekly prayer. It's not a Wednesday prayer or a Sunday prayer. Whenever time you come to church prayer, amen, it's a prayer from your home. It's a discipline in your home. It's a discipline in your life, wherever you're at. Just pray always. With all perseverance. When things get tough, we need to pray, church. Not complain. We're good complainers. <laughs> Come on. You, no one has to teach you how to complain. It just flows out. We're great complainers. Amen. Our flesh loves to complain. It's the perseverance part of working and praying. It gets us through all those struggles. I want you to check out this clip here. You ready, son? Check out this clip, amen, about the hardness. Listen up.
Taking a little day trip? No. Um, Bob and I are driving home to Oregon. You know, I really thought you were a ball player. Well, you were wrong. Was I? Yeah. It is only a game, Jimmy. It's only a game, and, and I don't need this. I have Bob. I don't need this. I don't. I, I gave away five years at the end of my career to drinking. Five years. And now there isn't anything I wouldn't give to get back any one day of it. Well, we're different. Dottie, you want to go back home to Oregon and make a hundred babies? Great, I'm in no position to tell anyone how to live. But sneaking out like this, quitting, you regret it for the rest of your life. Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what lights you up. You can't deny that. It just got too hard. It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hallelujah. Come on. That's the movie of uh, the lead of their own. Now, I don't know if you caught what it said. He says, he goes, it's hard. He goes, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. If serving God wasn't hard, everyone would do it. And it goes on, and if you heard the statement, it says, the hard is what makes it great. The hard is what makes it great. I am here today because of the hard. Come on, I am here today because of prayer and perseverance, amen. Uh, come on, you have been saved for a while. You endured the years, amen. It's because you uh, have persevered, amen. Uh, you uh, have hung in there. Uh, you have fought, amen. And I believe that prayer, uh, come on, prayer played a big part of it. You're here today because of prayer. It started with a prayer request. Each one of you were a prayer request. Whether it was a grandmother, a mother, a, a aunt, an uncle, a, a friend lifted you up, amen. It was a prayer request that came year after year for 10 years that my wife wrote. Have my husband get saved. Let my husband get saved, amen. Come on. She, I don't know, they spent a lot of paper for her, amen. Writing those prayer requests, amen. Pen after pen, amen. Hallelujah. Ink after ink, amen. But she kept being persistent in writing that prayer request, amen. And come on, there was a hard ask her. Yeah, it was hard, but it's the hard that makes it great, church. Because let me tell you, that prayer request got answered. You got answered because somebody kept pressing in for you. You're a prayer request. And it was hard praying all those years for you. It's the hard is what makes it great. To persevere is to order our lives around God's desires and his teachings so that your life, say my life, becomes a prayer. Our lives are prayers, church, that people can see. You don't have to isolate yourself from others. You don't have to isolate from your daily work in order to pray. 
You can make prayer your life and your prayer and your life a prayer while you're living in a world that needs God. I pray while I'm working. I'm walking around my department and I start just praying. God just drops a name, drops something on me and I just start praying. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on Facebook to check something and there's a, there's a prayer request. I start praying. Boom, right there. You can pray any, anywhere you're at. You can pray in the car, driving to work. You can pray any place, church. I pray in the shower. I pray when I'm cutting my grass. I pray whatever I'm doing, my daily chores, I'm, I'm praying. God says to pray, I pray. He drops, one, he drops a mug on you right here, boom, your mug comes out right here, bam, okay, I'm, she needs prayer. <laughs> he needs prayer. Things just pop in. God just drops things. I, I, I'm working here, God. Pray, okay. I just start praying. I still do my thing. You can still do your thing. You can pray up here. You can pray loud if you want. Amen? Cutting the grass. Oh, no, no, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, they might look at me a little strange out there. I don't care. Amen? If God says to pray that way, I'll pray that way. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can make prayer your life and your life a prayer while living in this world. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 says, One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should pray always and never give up. And it goes on to say in the story in verses 2 to 5, there was a, a judge in a certain city. He said that who neither feared God nor cared about people, a widow from that city came to him repeatedly saying, Give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. And the judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. Now I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request, her constant prayers. That's what you call all perseverance. Here's a woman, amen, that would not give up. A woman that was coming day after day, knocking at the judge's door, saying, I want my justice. I, I want my justice. I, I want my, she went with perseverance, amen. And then she finally gets what she wanted, amen. Come on, uh, that's all perseverance. Uh, you have to run this race, church, uh, without quitting. And remember, church, it's the hard that makes it great. You're going to have to go through hardness and hard times in order for great things to produce in your life, church. Because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Everyone. Nobody comes because they don't want to stop doing what they're doing. They want to give in to the flesh. And when you come here, oh, I got to stop. I got to, no, no, no. See, the people get it all wrong. I, I got to do this. No, no. I want to do this. I want to stop. I want to be better. But it's hard. But it's the hard that makes it great. As you continue and you move forward in that, it's the hard that gives it great. 
that makes it great. Hallelujah. It says to pray. Lastly, pray for all. Somebody say all. All saints. All saints. You got to pray always. You got to pray with all kinds of different prayers and supplications. You got to pray with all perseverance. Now pray for all saints. Somebody say that. Say, say that. That means me. That means you. It's all saints. It's everyone. Tell your neighbor, pray for me. Look at another neighbor and say, you never pray for me. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Amen. I, I hope, I hope that every single person in here has prayed for me at one time or another. And for my wife. I pray that, I hope that you guys have prayed for us one time or another. I hope that you guys have prayed for each other one time or another. We gotta pray for everyone. Everyone. Those are going through struggles. Those that you know that are going through a season. I hope, hopefully during this time and season, you have prayed for Sister Bloom. She needs our prayers. I hope you pray for families that have lost loved ones in our, here in our church and those that you have known. That that's a constant prayer in your life. I hope you're lifting up uh, those that have gone through some seasons and say, you know, I, and going up to somebody and say, you know what, God laid you on my heart and I, and I prayed for you as I was mowing my lawn. I pray for you. And when God drops, tell somebody, you know what, I don't know what it is, but I pray for you. I pray for Doug. I know her husband. I met him and he's never left my mind. Why? Because God's kept him in my mind. I pray for your husband. Keely, I pray for your husband. God always drops him in my heart. Why? Because God loves your husband. God loves your husband and he is going to get saved. You be persistent. You keep praying. You, can, you continue to lift him up. Watch my God. It doesn't matter what he's doing. It doesn't matter his actions. He will be saved. Why? Because people are praying for him. And I'm one of them. I lift up Doug. I lift up families. I lift up all you guys. Every concern is my concern. It's my wife's concern. It should be our concern for one another. That we pray for each other. Just pray for all saints. You have to pray for all believers in Christ. Pray for the body of Christ. You cry out for the body. Not just PCLV, but for the body. For believers everywhere. For our missionaries. Uh, for every missionary out there sacrificing their lives. Amen. Uh, we have to pray for the Christians that you know on your job. Amen. Uh, you have to pray for the body of Christ. That is every single one. Everywhere. Around the world. Your prayer is powerful. And it says to pray for all saints. That's what the body of Christ needs today is prayer. My prayer is, you know what? That the body hears the voice of God. We need to hear his voice. Not what I want to do or what we feel. No, what God, what is it you're telling the world to do? What do we need to do during this pandemic? What do we need to do against this virus right now? What do we need to do as a church to reflect your glory? What do we need to do? And I'm bending my ear. God, what are you telling the leadership of the body to say? 
And he wants, his, he wants you to declare who he is. He wants you to declare what God has done in you. We need to start sharing our testimonies again. Come on, when's the last time you shared your testimony to somebody to win them over? When's the last time that God says, go tell them what I did for you? Did you go? When's the last time that you shared what God has done for you? Anything. Let me tell you, my, my talk at work is my healing. Hallelujah. I, they, they all knew what, what happened. They were all afraid if I was coming back to work. And I said, you know what? God raised me up. God healed me. Amen. He's my healer. Amen. I start ministering to them. Amen. No, no weapon formed against me prospered. You got, you got to share what God has done. You got to share the power of God. You got to share once again, amen. God delivered me from the bondage of sin. I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict, amen. And the power of God came into my life that I can declare him who called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. The world needs to hear that Jesus still heals, still delivers, still sets the captive free, church. You got to declare the praises of him to this lost world. See, we usually pray for ourselves. We're, we're pretty good at that. You know, it's not a, really a problem there because we're, we're, because we're self-centered people. Come on. And most of us, I'm not necessarily speaking here, but out there, most of us never pray serious until something big hits, hits our life. Come on, somebody. Some people have a very selfish nature. We're selfish by nature, church. Let me ask you a question. Can you go deep in prayer for someone else? Can you go deep for, some, for someone else in prayer? When you see a need, can you go deep for them? Or is it just for yourself? In Acts chapter 20, verse 31, it says this, watch out. Somebody say, watch out. It says, watch out. Remember the three years that I was with you. My constant watch or my constant prayer or my prayer. That's what watch means. It's prayer. My constant watch and care over you night and day and many tears for you. You see, that's what Paul, Paul here, he can get into some deep prayers for others. Paul's relationship with these believers is beautiful. Example of Christian fellowship. Paul cared and loved them, amen, and even cried for their needs. When's the last time you cried for somebody else besides yourself? Ephesians 6, 18 says this, Pray in the Spirit at all times, on every occasion. Stay alert, be persistent in your prayers for believers everywhere. And then he goes on to say, oh, by the way, and pray for me too. Paul says, you know, pray for all the saints, but you know what? Pray for me too. Paul was saying, don't, don't worry about me. You know where Paul's at when he's writing this letter? He's in jail. He's in jail. He says, don't worry about me. He says, pray for me. That I'll beat the devil, amen. That I will continue to preach the gospel. Pray for me that I win this battle, amen. That I faint not. So don't worry about me in prison. Pray that I keep preaching. Pray that I keep strong. Pray for me. Pray for all the saints. Church, 
Do you know your spiritual needs of your spouse? How about your kids? Family, friends, people in the church, do you know their spiritual needs? Our text says, pray for all the saints. Our priority should be to pray for one another. Intercede for each other. 1 Samuel 12, 23, uh, 12, 23, it says, As for me, I will certainly not sin against the Lord by ending my prayers for you. James chapter 5, 16 says this, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayers of a righteous person is powerful and effective. People in the Bible prayed. Adam prayed. Abraham prayed. The father of faith prayed. Amen. Jacob prayed and wrestled with an angel and would not let go until God blessed him. Amen. Uh, prophets prayed. Uh, people of God prayed. Uh, Noah prayed. Uh, Moses prayed. Amen. For his people and witnessed an awesome miracle of the Red Sea through prayer. He prayed and food uh, for food. Amen. And over 1.5 million people in the wilderness got fed from manna from heaven. The prophet prayed and God answered. Joshua prayed in the midst of a battlefield. In the midst, amen, and whipped the Amalekites, amen. Uh, Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. The people in the upper room prayed when the Holy Spirit fell and Pentecost was there, amen. Come on, uh, people prayed, uh, followers prayed, amen. Jesus himself prayed. The bottom line, church, everyone, say I, everyone who has ever prayed became somebody in the kingdom of God. Because of prayer. Prayer is the key to heaven. Prayer is like a little faith that unlocks doors. How many need some doors unlocked out there? It's prayer that works. It's prayer that does it. Prayer is what directs you and guides you. Prayer is what gives you clarity. Every year I pray, I say, God, what is it? What do you want from us? What's the banner for the year? Where, where are you taking us? Where are you taking us from last year from victory? What, what do you want us to do now? Well, I want you to declare victory. I want you to declare who I am. Because something big is coming that's going to try to shut your mouth and take away your joy. It's coming, and you need to declare something in your spirit. See, the enemy came after our mouths, came after our speech, our voice. Not only this church, he came after the body of Christ because this was a shutdown not only here but around the world. The enemy came after the world. You think it's just this little virus. You think it's just this. No, no, it's an, it's an attack from the enemy to shut the mouth of the church. It's time for us to speak, church. It's time for us to declare, church, who God is. Come on. We may have physical masks right now that we're required to wear, but it should not have a spiritual mask. If you're wearing a spiritual mask, it has, that has to be removed out of your life. And you need to start talking again. 
And you need to start declaring who he is. And you need to start praying. Because this has caused you not to pray no more. Where it should have caused you to drop to your knees and seek the Father. And to not allow this spirit of fear that's trying to come in. The spirit of fear has sneaked into the church. The spirit of fear is sitting in a chair right now. Spirit of fear is telling you to shut up. Spirit of fear is bringing doubt and unbelief into his house. He's putting a spiritual mask on you. He just tells you to shh. We need to remove that church. And we need to declare. And we need to be a people that starts praying again. I mean really praying, church. Because if you're going to make it at the end of all this, prayer is what's going to get you to that finish line. It's not me. I can't drag you there. I wish I could drag all you guys. Come on. All right. You're in. <laughs> well, I know you struggled in prayer. Come on. There's another one, Lord. I pray for them. No, I, I, I need to pray for myself. That's what Paul said. He goes, by the way, pray for me. It's not easy where I'm at. I'm surrounded by a lot of negativity in this jail cell. There's a lot of people making fun of me here in jail. Where's your God now? Hi, oh, man of God, where are you? Where's your God now? You're in jail with us, criminals. Ha, 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 look at you. Do you think Paul faced all that? He says, by the way, pray for me. It's hard out here because sometimes I just want to clock somebody out. <laughs> Come on, I'm telling you, that's what Paul felt. I'm pretty, pretty sure Paul, Paul, pa, 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 pa. <laughs> about to rap right now. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> pretty sure Paul wanted to pop some guy right in the face and say, you know what, don't talk about my God. But you know what Paul did? Stretch his hand and he prayed. <laughs> he said, pray for your enemies. Is it easy? No, it's work. But it's the harder that makes it what? Great. Paul was a great man of God. I don't know about you, but I want to be known as a great man of God. I hope you want to be known as a great man of God because you've gone through the hard things. And it was the hard that made you great. This was not a skip in the park. This was not easy. This was not give your life to Jesus and woo, everything's okay. Answer prayers, boom. Come on. Unsaved husband, boom, there you go. You know, <laughs> it's none of that. It's work and it's hardness. But let me tell you, your work pays off, church. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. There's something great for you. Man, you've got to see yourself in the future. You got to see yourself, God, doing great things for God. Don't, don't just sit in your mess. Don't just sit that this is where I'm going to be the rest of my life and praying and hoping that, you know, that my life changes. No, no. See it change. See it change. See it different. See it great. I have a great man. Speak it in prayer. I have a great spouse. I got a great marriage. I got my husband is saved. Hallelujah. So save that seat, because that's where Doug's going to sit. Oh? Okay. 
well, we're going to have to move you then. <laughs> no. Robert's there. You can squeeze in there. There you go. There you go. Put them all right there. Little, little, little seats. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You need to claim your seat for the one that you're praying for. Claim it. Uh, is anybody sitting here? Uh, yes. My husband. Where is he at? He's here. <laughs> He's been here. I pay ties here. That's, that's mine. <laughs> Would it be cool, amen, each time you come to church, you bring that one of those reserved seats? Yeah. It's reserved. <laughs> It'll be all reserved next week, Amen. <laughs> But spiritually, you do that, one day, one day, the preacher's going to be preaching, and he's going to turn to you, and there's the answer prayer. Come on. Because <laughs> this is the hard that made it great. It's worth fighting, church. It's worth fighting. And we can dress up, and we can walk in, we can say all the phrases right, just like a, every other Christian out there. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Good to see you. And all this stuff, amen. We have our armor on. We walk like God people. We, we walk good and everything else. But we need prayer to make it work. You know, we're going to finish this race. Then prayer is what's going to take us there. And we need to pray for each other. Don't just focus on yourself. Because there's someone else in a, in a worse condition than you are presently. And we can't be selfish within our own needs. And I'm not saying you can't pray for yourself, but you can't be selfish not to reach out for somebody else that's hurting. And say, I know I'm having a rough time, but God bless them. Bless her that she's having a hard time right now. God, reach out to her. And as you're doing that, God's doing something on your backside for you. You've got to pray for all the saints. You hear something in the news, pray for that pastor. Come on, that pastor in Canada, they, they shut down this church. Amen. Did you pray? Oh, God, we need to pray for our churches. Persecuted Christians, are you praying for them because they're being persecuted even though you don't see that? They won't advertise that on the news. Yet people are dying for this, the namesake of Christ each and every day. They don't, they don't show that. They show the deaths of virus. They show the death of this, but not because of the cause of the gospel. Got to pray. I know people are praying for me. I felt prayer. Prayer is powerful, church. Prayer got me moving. Prayer got you moving. Prayer got you where you need to be. Don't shut down. Don't fall apart when he's been so good. God, forgive me for being selfish because what it is, it's just selfishness. We're just in our, in our own little world, our own little party, our own little design, the world's falling apart. And, and we're just thinking about us. God, I reach out for my sister, touch her right now, who lost her son right now. God, touch Sister Bloom right now. Touch that family. Oh, man, God, they just lost, they just lost their job over their father. I'm going to take a little exit from my, 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 my party right here that I'm praying. I'm going to stretch out for that sister right now, that couple right now. God, give them, 
give him another job. See, when you say you don't have nothing to pray for, you're lying. There's always a need. Just look around. It's always a constant need. I mean, our, our, our own family can take hours just for praying for our families. So we can never say, I don't know what to pray for, Pastor. Well, that's your problem then. You're only thinking about you. Paul says, pray for all the saints. Pray for believers everywhere. And when you do, this armor becomes effective and powerful. That's so powerful that your prayer that you're praying here right now, it's reaching somewhere around the world. When you're lifting up a missionary in Estonia or Romania or in Iraq, your prayer is moving on your behalf and God's doing something. That's how powerful prayer is. Let's keep praying, church. Quote from Teddy Roosevelt said, Prayer, pray for not lighter burdens, but stronger backs. Pray not for lighter burdens, but stronger backs. Because it's the heart. Listen.